Okay, this is Brent Leary, and with me right now is Adrian McDermott, SVP of Product Development for Zendesk. Uh, Adrian, thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Brent. Good to be here. So before we jump into the conversation about this really exciting partnership that Zendesk has with Facebook and around Facebook Messenger, maybe you can give me a little bit of your personal background. Uh, sure, of course, yeah. Um, I, uh, uh, I'm originally from Northern England, but I moved to like Silicon Valley, San Francisco in the mid-90s for, for Bubble One. And uh, I've just kind of been doing the startup thing ever since. I joined Zendesk um, about you know, just four and a half years ago. Um, they, Zendesk was founded in Copenhagen in Denmark. And the founders moved the company to Silicon Valley after taking an investment from uh, Benchmark into downtown San Francisco. And they began, the three of them began hiring people. And uh, I think they've hit uh, 10 to 12 people in engineering, and they decided they needed a kind of a someone who who scaled a team before to come in and uh, help them with that, and kind of work on the problem of building customer service software. Very good. So we, we you're all about Zendesk is all about customer support, uh, but just recently you announced a partnership with Facebook, and particularly surrounding its Facebook Messenger product. Maybe you could talk a little bit about exactly what the partnership is. Sure, yeah. So um, I think Facebook uh, um, released Messenger you know, not that long ago in terms of the span of years. And that has grown to be a product that uh, 600 million consumers use to communicate with each other on a daily basis. Um, I believe they announced recently that they also managed 10% of the Internet's VoIP traffic, voice over IP traffic through that product. But I think from a from a Facebook as a as a represent you know where brands can use to represent themselves you know via Facebook pages, they were looking at using Messenger as perhaps a communication channel that would allow brands to communicate uh, brands and small businesses to communicate with their consumers. And there's a lot of interesting in my mind interesting um, wrinkles upon that thinking right because as a brand you obviously want to make the the, the best connection that you can. With a with a consumer, I think for many small businesses, you know, they have, they do, you know, they're they're still operating at a scale in which they can have a personal relationship with their customers, and and Messenger is a very um, personal communication channel because you're basically invited into someone's, you know, fairly private circle of friend, um, private space, which is the the the, the Facebook uh, Messenger app, and you know, connected to your Facebook profile. So we saw we were really excited about um, being able to work with that channel and being able to kind of figure out what you know some of the brands we work with would be looking for uh, and how they would want to communicate with their customers. We already have you know voice, instant messaging, Twitter, and Facebook page support within our product to allow um, businesses small and large to communicate with their customers through different channels and you know manage. Manage those conversations, make sure they're getting timely responses to consumers and spreading spreading the work among a team and also able to produce analytics on top of that. So with, with Facebook Messenger we saw you know just this super, super relevant channel for consumers. Talking to Facebook, they were working with two of um, two established Zendesk customers, Zululi and Evelyn. And um, those those customers were already managing 
various channels in terms of customer communication, customer engagement through CentOS. And it was sort of a natural fit for us to then work with Facebook to figure out what would go on the back end. Because um, if you think about Facebook Messenger right now, like you presumably, um, I use Messenger a lot. You know, I communicate with my family in England, do all those things. I'm having this series of uh, conversations with people, and it's relatively straightforward for me to manage all of those conversations from within my own Facebook experience. Um, I am, you know, I am one of seven children, but even so, that's not too many. Right? Um, but you know, businesses are going to have thousands of, of, of channels open with various consumers, and one of the things that uh, Zendesk provides, is specifically, I think, in this case, through its uh, chat product, Zopin, is it provides the ability for customers to, uh, in real time, make sure that every consumer who's coming online and trying to talk to them, in in this case through the instant messaging widgets that they put onto their websites for customer support or sales support or just you know feedback from their consumers, make sure that every you know companies can actually um, manage the inflow of conversations and track those conversations. And so it seems like putting uh, Zopin and Zendesk together with Facebook Messenger would give, would provide the back end that was needed um, that could seamlessly allow businesses to communicate through Messenger and handle the scale of basically all of their customers using that as a channel. Uh, in the same way that you know techniques have been built up over time to handle email and to handle chat and to handle voice, et cetera, et cetera. So basically. Well, on the customer and the consumer end, it's just them using what they've been using with Facebook Messenger. But on the company end, they're using your products, OPM, and to be able to not only communicate but to really collaborate on the back end and make sure that the actual issues or the information that's being requested is being efficiently responded to and shot back in, in the channel that uh, currently the, the customer is talking to them in. That's, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, like the, There's all of the tooling that you need on the front end. And actually, as part of this Messenger for Business initiative, Facebook's really added some, uh, put some, some real thought into the API. They, they've demonstrated and we've worked together on the implementation for Everlane. Everlane is an online retailer of clothing. Uh, Evelyn's mission is to kind of make, uh, as a brand, they kind of make it apparent how much clothing costs to produce and which factories it comes from. And they cut out all of the middlemen and pass those savings directly onto the consumer for a designer goods. So, uh, a, a great go-to-market. And Facebook allow Evelyn to basically um, push the receipt into the messenger channel. Right. So you make an order online, the online purchase then receipt appears in the messenger channel, as does the, as do all of the shipping notifications and other things. And what's beautiful about that is, you know, if I get a shipping notification from Everlane, I may have a question about it. I may see that it's you know coming from a certain warehouse. I may wonder why it's not coming from the factory. All these kind of things. I can respond back in that messenger channel, and. Uh, on the other side of the fence, the Everlane agent who's, who looks at that query and it gets ready with a response can put it in context through Zopem of all of my other queries, you know, perhaps. And they, you know, they can look at the merchandise information, the order information, but also see other questions that I've asked in the past and have all of the context they need to keep responding. And so um, I think it's really interesting that, you know, the, the journey that you have in, in 
In customer support and customer engagement, we often talk about mapping the customer journey. Right? You need to think about, as a business, you think about each of the touch points you have with your customers, You know what it's like for them to sign up, what it's like for them to buy their first product, buy another product, have an ongoing relationship. And each of these things you, know, you can put into the customer journey map and think about it. Um, I think for a lot of companies, you know, particularly retailers, it's really interesting to think about the customer journey map being represented in this stream of, of chats and comments that, that appears in Messenger. Um, so I think that's quite exciting. And I would assume that a lot of customers, a lot of just uh, you know people in general, are used to, uh, like you said, kind of communicating with friends and family. What are some of the challenges you see as companies start to do these things to make sure that they don't abuse the great technology and the partnerships that you're putting together, but to make it, as you said, much more of a, a much more pleasant customer experience as opposed to a little being a little too uh, intrusive so to speak yeah absolutely i think i think there are um, there's a set of challenges a set of advantages right i mean you know obviously the biggest challenge is that you uh depending upon how you feel about your facebook messenger channel or your facebook and the people that you allowed into your you know the inner sanctum of your life as it were you may feel um, like there's an intrusion or you may feel somewhat violated, right? And it's an opt-in thing, right? If you're comfortable using Messenger as the channel when you make the transaction on the brand page, you can use it. If you're not comfortable, if you want to have a, a more distance relationship through through email uh, and through the normal methods of you know receipt delivery and shipping notification delivery, you have that option, right? So you, you know, Facebook has been good about saying, well, you have to be invited in to create this channel. Like the consumer has to acknowledge that this is the way they would like to receive updates and information and talk. And I think it's important, and I'm sure Facebook are very sensitive to the fact that it's, you know, you don't want to, once you're in, you don't want to betray that trust. You need, um, you know, to follow certain guidelines and rules of practice. They, you know, no one would like their Facebook Messenger channel to become a spammy medium or a medium for unsolicited contact. Um, there are, you know, there are rules of engagement around how you contact. So, from a challenge point of view, I think, you know, they're, they're meeting the challenge head on by making sure that there's proactive, there's a proactive invitation from the consumer, uh, and that the rules of engagement are managed. I think, from the brand perspective, there are challenges because, uh, just because of the way that, uh, you know, many companies, many small businesses, speak, think about um, customer service. You know, a customer service interaction. You know, could you know, you could, people would refer to it as an issue or a ticket, potentially depending on the language that they use. But that's an interaction that has a beginning and a middle and an end. You know, you act, you know, the consumer asks for something, has a question, an agent handles it. Maybe there's a back and forth, and that constitutes the middle. And then there's an end where it is quote closed or quote solved, and it's over. Uh, now, in the consumer's mind. Um, that may not be over, right? The, the a classic example is, you know, when you order, there was some uh, a telecom uh, cell phone company, telecom company provider did a study, and they realized that, you know, there were so many, there were very common follow-on issues to things that happen. So if you order a cell phone, for example, you're 20%. There's a 20% likelihood that you will call back and open another ticket, which is, I need to find out how to access my voicemail. Someone left me a voicemail. I don't know how it works. Right, and these kind of things. And so these follow-on issues 
we, you know, in customer service land, we often think of these things as different events, different things that happen. They had a beginning, the middle, and the end, and they track for consumer purposes, right? In the consumer's mind, um, that follow-on call to get access to voicemail and the initial setup and the billing question that you have, those are all part of the experience of buying a new cell phone. I think the power of Messenger, personally, is that once you have this interaction around the transaction with the customer, the channel is open. It's a long-running channel. And um, without needing to go back into the archive or figure out what's in the question or going back to the support page and you know, looking for the click link that sends a message to them or pulls up a form, without having to do any of those things, you can go into your messenger and see, oh, here's a conversation I had with Evelyn about that um, T-shirt that I bought. Uh, I want to buy that T-shirt in black. Uh, I can just click through here and do that. Or I have a quick question about the warranty because you know, maybe there's something like wrong with it when I washed it. I can do that through that same channel. And really it's unique as a, as a channel that we use for customer service in that you open this private one-to-one -one communication channel between uh, a small business or a brand and a customer. And then that channel is long running. For accounting purposes on the back end, you know, the, the small businesses may uh, on brands may think about tickets as having an end if there's no more action beyond a certain time. But what's really nice is the channel is still open. The channel is still there for you to communicate and go back and forth. Um, and I think as a channel, it's really unique in that way. It's like open. It's continuous. Either, either party can respond down it around future transactions you know, you have this long-running record of all of your interactions with a particular brand, with a particular company. And um, it's, in a, it's in a personal space that you visit very often, presumably, if you like, you know, some significant portion of the adult population of most countries. So I think it's an you know, interesting set of challenges uh, and advantages. I noticed in uh, the post that, you, that went up on the Zendesk blog uh, that you mentioned Currently, live chat is getting some of the highest satisfaction rates already when it comes to you know customer engagement. Uh, do you see that number? And, and it says I believe like 73% uh, satisfaction rate. Do you see that number increasing with this kind of integration? Um, I'm not. You know, I'm not sure. It depends on. Um, we've sort of thought about why live chat uh, has. Uh, so such high ratings, and I think it's because live chat happens um, synchronously, as in the you know the the person helping the consumer, the person in the business, and the consumer occupy the same um, you know the same digital space at the same time. Uh, and I think because you're both in the same time and space, you can have a conversation which is direct. And one measure of uh, what drives customer satisfaction is customer effort. Now, customer effort is increased when you have many, many back and forths over a period of time, where you have to context switch. You get the email from the from the customer service representative. You have to context switch back as a consumer to figure out what you were talking about last time, and go look at the document, go look at other things, and then send back a response. And this takes time and increases your effort that you have to put in. When you're in chat. You know, and it feels like instant messaging, and you're occupying the same digital space at the same time. You tend to close out your issue in one hit, right? Not only you can kind of be doing something at the same time, but all of the context of the problem lives in your short-term memory, 
and you're having that, you're not context switching, you're having that conversation that's all happening. So I think it's, you know, chat is great because you get a one-hit resolution to the thing that you have going on, hopefully. Similarly, um, voice calls, right? The difference with voice calls is that, you know, it's much more personal and a lot more effort for you to host a voice call as a consumer. You, it's tough to do two things at once. Um, I am currently speaking, not able to multitask, I'm afraid to say. But if we were having an instant message chat, I would be probably reading TechMeme and checking out Reddit. Um, but, you know, you have my full attention. Um, <laughs> I think so that, do uh, the, uh, And so do the uh, the customers that will be chatting uh, over this integration, I would assume. And that, uh, <laughs> so with 600 million active Facebook uh, customers or Facebook Messenger customers, you would, I guess this kind of partnership should lead to more uh, chat in comparison to the other channels. Do you, you at least see that having an effect on on the importance of chat? Uh, yeah, certainly, um, it's certainly a very, very large target market. And as we mentioned, there's a lot of advantages to the brands to having that continuous stream of activity being registered and recorded in a handy place for the consumer. So I imagine, um, you know, as businesses become more, more you know, socially aware um, that there will be a significant move towards chat, it is, it is a concern for businesses though, right, because you do need to, to think about how you organize the teams that are going to be talking on instant messenger, you know, or in, on messenger chat. Messenger chat is different to Zopo chat in some ways because messenger chats can be, you can, the agent and the consumer can actually occupy different times and spaces, right? The chat is long running and continuous. So I could ask you a message, you ask you a question this morning, you might not get to it until this afternoon and that's okay. Whereas with an instant message thing, we'd both close the window and that ephemeral chat moment will, would be gone and my query would be unanswered. Um, so messenger is great because it's long running, but it's a challenge for uh, companies to actually set up the right kind of support structure, set up the right kind of team, and have the right kind of tools to run that. So I think that um, the real, you know, what will be the real gate on growth of, of this as a, as a customer engagement and support channel, I think the real gate for growth is just going to be um, businesses organizing themselves to be able to handle that network and potentially, you know, training some folks to be able to kind of prioritize and deal with chats that have been sitting there for a while versus one that are live and understanding how they want to schedule between those two, uh, those sets of incoming messages. That's a great point. Are there any other main uh, uh, themes or concepts or challenges that companies really should address before they go down this path so that they don't make any bad mistakes or that they optimize the opportunity for you know, long-term customer engagement? I think it depends a lot on where a business is at in terms of its journey uh, to engage with customers on different channels and customer service. You know, it's, not, it's, um, it's, a short, it's a short distance journey from if you're already running chat for customer support or customer engagement or sales you kind of know how to staff, you know, what your, uh, what your peak load times are, the kind of the amount of people you need, how many consumers are going to be online. You've already been through that exercise of understanding it, and it's a, it's a shorter journey. I think if you're new to that game but excited about Facebook Messenger, um, 
you know, one one good thing is that you can you can A/B test by not making the messenger feature available in every transaction. You can do these other things. You can basically train and wrap up the team and and do it all slowly. You don't have to big bang migrate all of your uh, all your transactions over to it once. And I think that's a good idea. At the same time, I would I would definitely encourage brands and businesses to use some kind of um, either NPS or customer satisfaction measurement tool. Obviously, Zendesk has an open provide this tool so that you can check that the, uh, the before and after state. Like ideally, customers are happier because they're using Messenger. It's a much more convenient channel for communication. But um, you know, we can't manage what we don't measure. So it's, a, it's critically important that you have a good picture on that. We had a great conversation with Adrian McDermott from Zendesk. Adrian, where can people learn more about the integration and also just more in general about Zendesk? Uh, best place to start is obviously Zendesk.com. Um, that'll guide you through kind of uh, descriptions of our core customer service, customer engagement products, the Zopim chat tool, which is also available on uh, Zopim.com, and um, and the work we've done for uh, the work we've done with Facebook as well, getting ready for the ultimate launch of the messenger communication channel for customers.